This is a Federal News Network podcast. My next guest spent 24 years in the Army, including seven years in special operations and tours in both Iraq and Afghanistan. She was the first woman in the Defense Department to complete the military freefall jump master course. But wait, there's more. I'm going to let her tell her story. She's now the Deputy Director of the Government Publishing Office, and Patricia Collins joins me now. Ms. Collins, good to have you on. Hi, Tom. How are you? All right. So what uh, mo- what motivates a 24-year Army veteran to join the government printing office? Just seems like either a long journey or a very short one. Yeah, it was probably circuitous. After I retired from the military, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And I spent some time in consulting and uh, business development. I missed government service. I missed service to a greater organization. And I happened to know the incoming deputy director of the government publishing office. And so I started reading up about it and learning more. And it just seemed like a fascinating government organization. And the opportunity presented itself to apply for employment. And here I am. And of course, uh, besides the uh, many physical accomplishments that you had in your army career, you also have a background in IT and some of those supporting parts of the Army. Tell us some about that. Sure. Um, I spent most of my career doing information technology. So in the early, early days of 56 kilobit dial-up and brand new email into um, certainly where we are today with some of our technology. So um, I've watched the evolution and enjoyed that progress. And so watching that now at the government publishing office is um, pretty impressive also. Yeah, I guess GPO has really itself made the journey from a purely ink on paper with rollers and printers to they still have output on paper, but it's totally electronically driven nowadays, isn't it? Right. And it's almost totally. We're increasing that day by day. We've actually been publishing online for 26 years. We recently celebrated the 26th year anniversary of doing that last week. So I think the GPO was really on the forefront of digital publishing, and that's a pretty great feather in our cap. And I want to just go back to something I mentioned in the lead, and that is the Jumpmaster School. What is that all about, and how come you were the first woman, and that's (laughs) relatively recently, to uh, complete that course? What is it? Parachuting in the military is essentially two different kinds, static line and then free fall, which means no static line. So you're responsible for pulling your own ripcord. I just had an opportunity to attend the Jumpmaster course is... Actually, it's someone who has some experience and then learns how to give all the jump commands in the aircraft, how to do the inspections of the parachute while the um, obviously the jumper is wearing it, and then determining the location of where they're dropped outside of the aircraft. So really, it was just an opportunity that someone offered to me and said, would you like to do this? And I said, yes, I would. And I honestly, I didn't know at the time that I went to the school that no woman had gone before. So it's not that it was particularly physically hard or technically hard. It's just that I was the first woman given the opportunity. Certainly there are more of us or more of them because that's not not my job anymore. And I think the other thing that is interesting to your character that I left out of the lead is that you had an accident in a sport that you love and that changed your life and uh, you recovered in a way that is remarkable. Yes. Um, In 2006, I had recently returned from a deployment to Iraq. I was a bicycle commuter and I was riding my bicycle to work and I was struck by a car. About 10 months after that of trying to do limb salvage and get healthy again, I made the decision to amputate my left leg below the knee. And that was in 2007. Um, The Army took wonderful care of me. I still to this day have my prosthetics made at Walter Reed. So I was able to rehabilitate well enough to stay in the military for nine more years, deploy to Afghanistan, And then upon retirement, I trained for and earned a slot on the 2016 Paralympic team in the sport of triathlon. How'd you do? 
I, <laughs> I was a top 10 finisher. Um, so it was, it was really a pretty incredible experience. So I was, I was completely honored and just in awe that I was given that opportunity, you know, so many years after I had begun sports. So I was a little bit older for um, an elite athlete, but it was, uh, it was pretty remarkable. We're speaking with Patty Collins. She's now the deputy director of the government publishing office. And what are your goals for GPO now that you are there? Because I know yeah. Hugh Halpern, the director, has some pretty ambitious plans and has been driving pretty hard in the less than a year that he's been there. Yeah, certainly Director Halpern has shared his vision with me that we are running hard toward becoming a fully digital organization. Of course, we're always going to have some of our legacy tasks, which which is beautiful. You know, I've, I've obviously been around the plant and seen some of the incredible work we do with the marbling and the bookbinding and things of that nature. But we are very much headed down the path of technology. Obviously, in the current forefront is you know, the government publishing office has not closed down because of COVID. We're certainly at a minimal manning. We certainly are producing products. In the news recently, the State Department said they're going to begin issuing passports again. Well, we print those blank passport books. So we are a few weeks away from really ramping up our physical return to work. So that's on our forefront. And then certainly we've had a very easy go of teleworking for those of us that can. I did all of my onboarding virtually. And our IT department really did a fabulous job of becoming extremely proactive and ensuring that everyone who was telework able could do that. So um, obviously our near-term goal is like, let's get back to work as safely as possible and continue our levels of production that we were pre-COVID. And then long-term is let's really push toward the digital age. And how is it different in a civilian organization in the government versus being in a military, especially special operations where you were the CIO, but dealing with people that have a unique sometimes life view and lifestyle and approach to things versus the the totally different type of workforce you might find at the GPO. Yeah, I've actually found it to be very similar. Um, For example, those that are working on the physical, um, in the plant, working on the printer, they are extremely, extremely talented craftsmen and artismen, which is, which is exactly what you found in the, in the military. Maybe, you know, maybe they weren't printing press operators, but they were definitely experts in their field. Um, I've also found people to be extremely innovative and problem solvers and not afraid of change and not afraid of progress. So there are many more similarities between the two, the two different worlds that I've lived in than there are differences. And how do the duties divide between the director and the deputy director? <laughs> um, well, I have, um, you know, plant operations certainly falls under my purview uh, libraries and, and different things like that. And I think the director is really the visionary. And so I think we're still figuring out, you know, roles and responsibilities, but um, I think we're both super excited to see where we can take the agency with the help of the incredible staff that we have and, and move forward. And by the way, we should mention that you spent a short stint in the world of consulting between the army and coming right. back into the government. Sounds like public service is really your ultimate calling. I certainly enjoy public service. I certainly, I enjoyed my um, consulting time as well. I I love doing leader development and learning about a lot of different business units. For now, at this point in my life, I'm super happy to be back in government service and really excited about how I can, how, how I can help keep America informed. All right. Patricia Collins is deputy director of the government publishing office. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month. 
and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Explore today's must-have trends and innovative styles at Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends. Explore wall-to-wall deals, furniture, flooring, mattresses, home accents, seasonal favorites, and more. Discover unique new home decor, pillows, accessories, and more. There's something perfect for your style and budget. There's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail. Discover the style and savings of the new Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet.